sentire media. My dad told me once that the worst part of retirement was that you could never really have a holiday again. And at the time I was young and I didn't really understand what he was talking about. But now as I watch my husband wander around the olive grove with his hands behind his back, as if he's done it all his life, I realize that these are wise words from my old dad. And retiring to Italy maybe really could be just one endless holiday. I'm Samantha Wilson, a West Coast city girl turned Italian-loving expat, living her best life in beautiful Italy. But it wasn't that long ago that I was only dreaming about living la dolce vita and lacked the knowledge, support, and inspiration to pack up my family and make the move to Italy. Fast forward past many costly mistakes and wrong turns, and you'll see the life I have today that is healthier, happier, and more connected and how my business helps change the lives of thousands of people, helping them find their pathway to their dream life in Italy. I created a New Life in Italy podcast to help make sense of the Italian bureaucracy, share some insider's tips, and give you a peek into what it's really like to move, settle, and live in Italy, and to help you do the same. If you're dreaming of starting a new life in Italy, whether part-time, full-time, or a lifetime, and want to learn how to do it faster, easier, and with less stress, you're in the right place. Well, hello everyone, Samantha here from beautiful Italy, and today's episode is for all of you who are on the fence thinking about whether or not you should retire in Italy. Maybe you're wondering if it's the right decision or you're worried about what your life will really be like when you live here. So things that you have to do day after day, like waking up to the bright sunshine and eating incredibly delicious food or even exploring ancient villages and historic sites. Oh, how horrible. But before we talk about what it means to retire to Italy, let's take a quick minute and talk about retirement in general. It's quite possible that you have had other dreams, other retirement dreams, before you initially traveled to Italy. Maybe it was to play golf or join another club or go sailing or just spend time with friends and family. But maybe your destiny changed when you arrived in Italy for the very first time. And no matter how much you try to shake the thought, you realize that you are hopelessly in love with the idea of living your retirement years among the cypress trees and the vineyards, seaside or the mountains of this remarkably beautiful and deeply romantic country. My father told me once the worst part of retirement was that he could never have a holiday again. And this was truer than I realized. So I lead with this tip. Your life in Italy will not be like it was when you were here on holiday. Now, it'll feel like it at first because the honeymoon stage does last a really long time and it will take at least a year and sometimes two before you realize that the human need for routine transcends borders and soon you will find yourself in the pattern of retired life. You will have your favorite bar in the morning for coffee and a croissant and you might frequent the favorite stores and markets and begin to understand the ebb and the flow of an Italian lifestyle. You will learn to line up in clusters and shout over the heads of others at the bar and you'll do everything possible, I promise, everything possible to avoid having to go to the post office. 
The difference will be that everything will take more effort because it's different from where you're from and what you're used to. And it's likely that you will have a language barrier to begin with. And the truth is that for all of the beauty that Italy has to offer, it has a habit of making even the most mundane tasks impossibly complicated. Now, I'm sure that you have heard about Italy being very bureaucratic, and this is no joke. What you think is probably just an inconvenience will become completely mind-boggling. And it isn't just red tape that I'm talking about. It's a bureaucratic wall that can leave even the most mentally fit person absolutely gasping for air. Now, there's really no rhyme or reason to the government's approach to absolutely everything that you have to do here, other than it keeps people employed and the paper business thriving. Everything requires one or two forms that have to be printed and signed and filed away in some pile of nonsense that the comune, which is your town hall, will never find when they need it. And to make things worse, there are no standards that have to be followed, so you're kind of winging it. For example, something as simple as getting a calendar for when to take out the garbage, because recycling is serious business here. It can take you days or weeks, and you can be given the wrong information from three different people, including the garbage man. Now, I could go on for days, but we'll talk more about the bureaucracy and steps to get settled in other podcasts. But for now, let's save a page or two in your brain that will be dedicated entirely to the I have no freaking idea why they do that. Now, back to retiring in Italy and the barriers that you're going to face when you follow through with your plans. If you're like most of us, you have worked your whole life and have made many friends and community connections and you have already routines and family and maybe kids and grandkids in your home country. And it's safe. Maybe it's a little bit boring, but your life is safe. The idea of moving to Italy is absolutely exciting. It's a little scary and you probably ask yourself, what are people going to think? You know, am I crazy to just think of selling up and moving across the world? And what about your family? Are you thinking, oh my goodness, what about my kids and my grandkids? What will they all do without me if I leave? And how could they possibly survive if you retired and moved to Italy? Well, first, I'm going to tell you, get over yourself. Yeah, a little bit of tough love here. As much as I'm sure your friends and family love you, they don't need you as much as you need the excuse of them needing you. Okay, that was complicated. So how about if I say it like this? Your friends and family will be just fine if you move. They will survive and maybe they'll even thrive, as hard as that is to accept as a parent. We left our adult son behind and it was truly the hardest thing that I did. But he wasn't interested in moving to Italy and he didn't want to come with us. So we thought about really not moving. But then we realized that he had his own life and he really didn't need us or me, as much as I needed him to need me. Yes, we miss him, and now we have a granddaughter that lives thousands of miles away, so I get it. I understand that you're going to miss them too. I can also promise you will sit down and plot ways to force them to join you. You may even be given a little bit of parent guilt, fueled by some kind of selfish comments that can go like this. How can you move across the world when they're actually saying, Who am I going to call if I need a babysitter? Or what if you get sick when you're away? When they're actually saying, how is what you're doing going to impact my life? 
When you decide to tell everyone of your plans, don't be shocked if you don't get that cheer from the crowd. The reasons are going to vary. They can be from jealousy and selfishness to actually fear and genuine concern. The ones that support your decision from the start will be the ones that understand that you're not leaving them, but you're going towards something new. I have had many clients talk themselves out of moving to Italy by convincing themselves that their grown children need them. And for some, this might be the case, but for most, it's just simply an excuse to cover the fear of the change. So let me explain further. I want to tell you a story. I had a couple who were clients from the UK. They were a beautiful couple that had always dreamt of living a year in Italy, not a lifetime, just a year. Now they're both almost at retirement with grown kids and they were living within a two hour flight from Italy. They had been putting their dream on hold for years because they were working and raising a family and did really all the right things. Now that they're comfortable, Brexit had arrived, which would severely restrict their ability to really parachute into Italy for a year living la dolce vita. And they knew that the time really was now, that they had to do it or give up the dream. Now the husband, I'm going to call him Paul, was 100% committed to the idea and supportive of his wife. And I think deep down that this was really more her dream than his, but he was pretty keen to hang on for the ride. And I think he had his own ideas of a temporary life under the Tuscan sun. And they talked and they planned and finally they said, yeah, let's do it. And why not? They weren't actually moving full time, but they only had an adult gap year of sorts. We found them a beautiful apartment with a pool and a private garden for their big giant dog that they were going to bring in the heart of the Tuscan countryside. It was filled with vineyards and sunflowers, and it was exactly as she dreamed. And we negotiated the lease, and we passed it over for them to sign. Now, before Penn could hit the paper, fear set in in disguise of this excuse. My son's wife is expecting a baby in six months, and he needs me. Now, the son lived in the UK. He was happy, he was married, he was healthy, and he was financially secure. And they already had one child. They were pregnant when this woman made the decision to move to Italy, and they had made their plans to return for the birth. However, fear took control, and it completely took over. Now, perhaps it was the pressure from the son or the fear of the unknown, but whatever the reason, she decided it was best to give up on her dream and stay home. Now she cried that night, and I know because she told me in a private text, away from the judgment of her husband, who disagreed with her decision to cancel. And I was very sad for her. In fact, I still am. And it has nothing to do with business, but everything to do with watching someone who was so close to stepping out of her comfort zone and into a new adventure, even if it was just for a short time, coil back. You lose so much when you give up on your dream, and it's more than an airplane ticket or a perfect accommodation. Your dreams are part of what makes you, you. They are the moments that fill in the quiet time, the glimpse of inspiration that can lead your life into another direction. And they're the reason that you aspire to do anything. Without our dreams, we have little hope, and failing to grab onto an opportunity to realize those dreams, I think is one of the worst tragedies of life. The choice to move to Italy is ultimately yours and you will need to do the work and understand exactly why you want to start your new life in Italy. 
there's going to be some ups and downs and some unexpected joys and sorrows. And just like life in any country, the difference is that you're going to wake up day after day to the bright sunshine eating delicious food and exploring ancient villages and historic sites. So let me end this episode with this final reminder. A dream is only a wish unless you take action. Well, we've reached the end of another episode of A New Life in Italy podcast. Be sure to visit us at smartmoveitaly.com or join the conversation in our Facebook group, How to Move to Italy. And don't forget, if you love this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thanks again and ciao for now. Sentire Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.